0: Welcome to Three Guys Three Questions. This is episode 10.5 of season three. In this lightning round, we test the limits of propriety through the questions. (laughs) Let me try that again. In this lightning round, we test the limits of propriety through the questions you ask us. Without further ado, here's our first question. This comes from at Sam Bantner via Twitter. Train 1 traveling 200 miles per an hour south, train 2 traveling 37 kilometers north, same track, 5,000, wait, 53,000 meters apart, when collision in Unix time from 6.57 a.m. on, uh, 6-4-2013. I don't even think that's a complete... Thought or sentence? I'm, I don't see. I think he had
1: to like squish it up to get it into into characters. to make it characters. fit into Twitter. I think he's asking yeah. like, at what time will they collide? And then he wants us to provide time and Unix time. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tear apart his question a little bit because I think this this oh. question raises more questions. Question number one: Why are these track trains on the same track? Question number two: Why Unix time? Like what what philosophical conundrum? Like series. S- Series of unfortunate events occurred so that we need to both figure out the Unix
0: time of these trains. This just sounds like a really bad disaster. Like, what if, what if this is actually something that's happening that he knows about, but he needs our help in solving it? Right. Here's my answer. It doesn't matter. Find the point that is furthest from each train, but in between them, and blow up the track. <laughs> Done.
1: So... Your solution is, instead of a train collision, is to derail both trains.
0: Yeah. I think mm-hmm. less people will die in that case. Yeah, less people die in a derailment than of trains hitting each other going full speed. Why not
1: just call the train conductors?
0: Obviously, they're out of control. Everybody has, everybody has cell phones now. <laughs> just call the engineer. Sam, I'm sorry. I don't think we're, were going to provide a, an answer to your question that that would be suitable for your engineering prowess. Yeah, if
2: you, this is a test or something? Like, you're sitting in a test room right now? <laughs> We cannot help you. Also, also how they let you get your phone in to the test? Exactly. Engineer?
0: If I was, if I was in a test in a math test in a room sitting in the back, what you would see if you were observing from the front is me go, nope, break my pencil in half, throw it on the ground, crumple the paper up, walk to the front of the class, hand it to the professor, and leave the class. All of my calculus
1: tests in my freshman year were just—they were soaked with my tears. It didn't help me get a better grade.
0: <laughs> There wasn't magical. There were no
1: sympathy points.
0: Oh, next question. This comes from A. Huster via Twitter. What is your least favorite business speak word? I, I
1: despise it when people say that they are content creators or that they need to make more content for their website. Mm. Because what the heck is content?
0: Content just sounds like volume. Right. We're, we're, just, you know what we're what I mean? just filling
1: empty space with
0: slightly less empty space. <laughs> <laughs> we're just shifting mass around. We're basically the the bulldozers of the artistic community.
1: <laughs> We're just a massive meaningless constructs. No big deal.
0: Yeah, I hate. I don't like that word content. Uh, my 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 least favorite is a normal word that in a normal context isn't annoying. It's the but in in the business speak contents context. Sorry. I'm so frustrated I can't even speak properly. The business speak context is enraging, and it's peace. It's one of those words that people use in place of a million other more accurate nouns. (laughs) And they're like, well, what we need to do is we really need to get a grip on this piece, and then we can move to this piece. Or, so how's work going on that piece? It's like, because you can't be bothered to say... That project that you are working on or or that calendar event or I mean, it's just like it drives me up the wall and I see it becoming more and more common every day to where everyone's using all these vague pronouns. And I think it's like the next step after speaking in the passive voice. It's like a new (laughs) voice called ultra passive. That piece has been created. (laughs) Yes, that, that, no, that content piece has been created. That
1: piece of content has been constructed
0: through uh, Andrew's. Oh, yeah, so my my
2: least favorite is probably the most common, but synergy. (laughs) (laughs) Through synergy. Because I guess it's the idea of being synchronized and energy. (laughs) I don't even think
0: that's what it is. I don't even know either,
2: but it's this idea that getting people to work together. I
1: think the point of the word is that it has no meaning.
0: (laughs) I guess. I. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's just like an excuse to be like, look at there, look at look over there at them, not me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like this is your guys' fault because you need to be more synergized.
0: You're not synergizing. It's not me. I'm the CEO. I'm perfect. Yeah, I'm doing everything I'm
2: supposed to. You guys need to work together over there.
0: <laughs> I don't need to work together because I am a single unit. <laughs> You know what I learned recently that I only
1: that I that I thought was just something made up by Thirty Rock. What? That six sigma is an actual like thing. Yeah, it is. I'd like that blew my mind
2: because <laughs> it sounds like a because I think Tracy Morgan says it's a cool GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I looked into it though, and it's like. It's I, I can't imagine how anybody takes it seriously. It just it looks like a parody of itself. Like on Thirty Rock, they didn't even they didn't even make fun of it. They just made it. They just talked about its existence, and it made fun of itself. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I feel like I feel like people in Six Sigma use the word
2: synergy. So anyway, we should put the lightning back in the lightning round.
0: Mm. Okay, next question is from Anonymous, a Greek fellow. Hey, you guys should do a self-help special. A possible question is, what do you do to get yourself out of bed when you really need to, but absolutely don't want to?
2: I I don't mind starting this one. Having to pee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, peeing is the ultimate get-out-of-bed life hack.
2: It's like, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan, the 95 um, World Championship, when he hit that shot, he just had to pee real bad. That's why he was so fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I drink a whole lot of liquid the night before so that I have to get up. Is That's one hack. <laughs> um, another one is that I put the alarm very far away from my bed oh, yeah, that works. so that I have to get up and... Usually by the time I get to the alarm, my my executive function is warmed up enough to be like, and now we stay up. So, no. or, <laughs> you could do,
2: or you could do uh, what happened to me today is have your roommate on a Saturday morning start vacuuming at eight in the morning, <laughs> and just wake <laughs> up because of pure rage. That's a good life hack.
1: I used to put my alarm clock across my room, but it stopped working. I would get up, I would turn off the alarm, and then I would look at my bed and think. That's only like two steps away.
2: <laughs> it would have to be like the next I've, county for you that wake you up.
0: <laughs> Another thing that works for me is having a routine down that you do. Yeah. So it's like um something you do the moment you get out of the bed so that your brain because I find that your brain is really good at latching on to routine and by the time you're done with the routine, you're like, oh, I'm actually like up. Now that sounds suspiciously that
2: close to actual advice. <laughs> so I actually, I actually have this really cool app that like tracks your sleep cycle. Mm-hmm. So you put your phone on your bed and it like, will it'll, if it moves, it's obviously you're moving in your sleep and you're not like asleep. Yeah. So, but the, it's cool because you set an alarm, but you don't set a time. You set like a space of time. So like between this 15 minutes, wake me up. And then what it will do is it'll wait until you're already moving because you're not asleep, and then it'll turn on the alarm, so every time you wake up, you're not like shocked into coherence. That sounds nice. It's actually kind of nice. I
0: tried using that for a while, but a my my sleep habits, I move like um like my phone would end up like on the on the caddy corner edge of my <laughs> bed. <laughs> How did that happen? How did it get around me? Because I was tossing around so much and moving. I, I feel like I break dance when I sleep. <laughs> like the way I wake up. Um. And then, like, well, and the second thing is, like, the um, the terror of the thing <laughs> right next to me. Just, yeah. Wake up every morning terrified. Yeah. yeah,
2: I don't like entering the world that way. <laughs> two main... <laughs> I have
1: two main strategies. And mm-hmm. they're kind of opposite of each other. So, like, one of them is I think about all the things that I have to do and won't get done if I don't get out of bed. Like, all, I think of all the consequences, all the terrible things that will happen if I just stay in bed. Mm-hmm. And that works most of the time, except that sometimes I'm like, I could live with that. And then I go back to sleep. Uh-
0: <laughs> See, that's the problem. My, my part of my brain that's like good, that the, the part of your brain that's like the part that's supposed to be for like sacrificing and making tough decisions is actually like really overpowered in the morning. So I'm like, if you don't get up, you'll lose your job. Your house will burn down. Everyone will hate you. And I'm, I'm like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's not much different from how it is right now
2: anyway. Yeah, yeah whatever what I mean.
1: <laughs> but the other one that 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 works whenever I manage to think of it mm-hmm. is i I like to think of what I'm gonna have for breakfast. that's really motivating
0: imagine if you could like have one of those like sort of inventions that is just like a hot breakfast is cooking for you just outside your door so that it would like the smell would waft
2: sometimes i just go to the cafeteria here because it's it's five minutes away i just walk there and get biscuits and gravy and i'm happy
0: (laughs) Uh, what if you what if you cooked bacon on a george
2: (laughs) i'd be afraid (laughs) of burning my foot and
0: then no
2: one caring that you burnt your foot
0: <laughs> oh, on that note, thanks for listening. Uh, would you like us to cover your quandary or settle a debate? You can send your questions to us and we will provide answers just as deep and meaningful as those we just gave you. So, that's that fair warning. There are several ways to send your questions to us. Tweet your questions with the hashtag #ask3G, leave a voicemail or text at 760-881-4382, or go to 3G3Q.close/ask to submit it via Tumblr. Other than that, happy hunting. Thank you for joining us for our lightning
1: round. Boom! Boom yada Boom diada! Boom diada! Boom diada! Okay. Do 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 do. do, do,
0: do, do, do. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> it's like uh,
1: I, I don't even try to sing. I don't even try to sing on every episode. It just happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay.